everybody. You're listening to the RDR show. I'm your host, Kevin. And I'm your host, Joe. And welcome back to another episode of the Rent the Day in the Pizza podcast where we talk about things in our everyday life and rant about topics. And today we just find out that uh, Seth Rogen just released a little something something on Netflix. It's called Hilarity for Charity. Yep, and then I like Seth Rogen and I like Dave Chappelle, so we're going to talk about both of them. Yeah, Seth Rogen, Dave Chappelle, great guys. Stay tuned. Hey guys, and welcome back. Now today we wanted to start the podcast off by talking about two uh, really popular comedians. You know, one's an older one, Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle, mm-hmm. and then one's a sort of a more current one. He's mm-hmm. been making a lot of movies, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin, um, out of the two, which one do you know more about? Which one's your favorite? I probably prefer Dave Chappelle over Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, I would have to agree with you on that as well. Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen had just been all like all over the place, right? I think he made the Disney, no, not Disney, the Sony movie that got dropped to the North Korea. Yep. What's the name again? The name was <laughs> uh, the interview. The interview, right? Yes. And then they they like talking about uh, I I don't know. I just it just I just feel like he's a yells yells too much. But on the other hand, I feel like Dave Chappelle, you know, knocks on the mic too much. But that's <laughs> that's kind of like his style, right? Um, what do you mean knocks on the mic? So so like uh, he would do go like go like this, oh, right? So like not. yeah, so like after I'm done with the joke, he's like, yeah, he, <laughs> he's like he's like, and then he like laughs. He's like, ah. dear listener, we have a mic now. That's why we can do this. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Dave Dave Chappelle, to, compared to comedians who actually do stand up, Dave Chappelle is an excellent comedian. Yeah, one of the best. Right, he, his jokes. Like, his jokes back in, like, 2000, mm-hmm. really great until he had to move to Africa and all that stuff mm-hmm. because he kind of went crazy. But Seth Rogen is really funny in the movies. I just feel like he just yells too much. I don't, I don't no, he does, but at the same time, like, it's kind of like dumb humor in a yeah. way, right? Dumb humor, he screams. It's like... Kind of fart jokes. Not yeah. fart jokes, but it, it... There's a lot of nudity sometimes, but... It's, it, it's funny. I think it's to, hilarious sometimes. To me, it's like when you see, like, the normal you, YouTubers... They just overexpress their emotions. Like there's like an Asian guy who's very ugly and tall, and but he work out though. He has a corgi, the dog, and then, <laughs> and then people. I, I feel like people watch him just so, just to see the dog. But he just on the podcast, he just like releases his emotions. Like oh yeah, and that oh the corgi is so cute, and then you know it's like rattle the emotion of it. But I'm kind of like I don't feel for it. Okay, so you, you know? do you want more content, substance than emotion? It's it's or okay. Both? It's like, like when you sort of look at actors, right? Uh, do you feel like they're trying to imitate nor uh, no, uh, uh, normal people or some characters like from like from like a theater or from like play? I think they're trying to imitate others. N- normal people. Yep. When do you see normal people in real life? You're like, oh yeah, this is good. This is cool. Oh, so cute. Are you guys. And- Nobody does that. Kind of crazy people. Yeah, that's that's my point. If you feel like acting is, is like trying to, re- try, trying to like live some some normal people's life, then then you shouldn't do do that way. But I understand that's not what YouTuber does. But yeah. Anyway. But in a way, there there's an audience for for people who do that. Of course. You know what I mean, like there, of there's course. different categories of humor. Of course. There's more serious stand-up comedians. There's really gross stand-up comedians. Yeah. I think Dave Chappelle kind of lands in. 
he's very explicit for sure yeah but his jokes his jokes do provide an insight into like society and culture like have you seen his recent stand-up special the yeah one on the one about trump i think that that yeah it was there was there i think there's four yeah but it was the the most recent one that came out where he was on stage um and then he talked about uh the the trans people yeah have you seen that one i think that one was really funny mm-hmm. i think that was hilarious yeah um i to to me like i think the dave Chappelle special came out December 31 of, of, of last year and on that day I watched his uh, two special for like two hours for like two times straight so like I, I spent like four hours on, on like you repeated uh, it on like uh, New Year's Eve just trying to watch because I think it's a good stuff and then some of his jokes are actually good because I think he packaged racism well into the package exactly so his his older his older material like two thousand four yeah like two thousand yeah did you remember from our episode four that we talked about ugly delicious right mm-hmm. he actually did a joke about how black people are always served chicken as their presumptuous choice uh-huh. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and I think the joke was like oh yeah he uh, he was flying on like an airplane and then the flight uh, flight uh, attendant tell them hey what kind of meal do you want chicken with uh, watermelon and then he flipped out <laughs> <laughs> that's so, hilarious yeah that's, that's that's i like how he packs in like like racism like he can he brings it up but in a way it's like when you bring up racism in that way it's like funny you can talk about it right yeah and, and he, he's a funny guy he's had a lot of issues though. have you heard um that he moved to to africa yeah and when he was recording the Chappelle show which yeah. is a show that he had mm-hmm. and he had to move because he was uh he couldn't take the pressure yeah or something what do you think about that i think he made a good good choice right i mean you know we talk about oh be like you know buddha act you know act like buddha be more open-minded Sometimes you you just you know won't know what's going on until you actually experience it, right? Same thing, right? Like when you go into a, f- a fight with a plan, have you heard of that? And then the plan vanishes. No, I okay, so the plan, so the plan, you know, vanishes as soon as you got hit right, in the face. Same thing, boxing reference. The plan vanishes once you get hit in the face. What yeah. do you mean? So okay, let me rephrase that, right? So when you go into a boxing ring with a plan of how you are going to fight the fight and then that all goes away when you get hit in the face <laughs> that's true that's true that's, true. that's why that's why um, yeah. they train fighters to be ready in uh, in different ways different situations yeah. different yeah. types of stress so you know nobody can judge you know Dave Chappelle because he's not there he's not you know they're not making millions of dollars and doing the, the uh, Chappelle show and things like that right exactly he was one of the creatives that he had to record for hours on end yeah. like 70 hours a week yeah. and then he said that he felt the show wasn't his anymore yeah and it, and it was more the executives what yeah. they wanted him to do yeah same thing with and the Oprah show it. and I applaud him for that yeah o- Oprah's same well. thing with the Oprah show yeah there's a podcast name is Making Oprah um, they just talk about you know the, the uh, Oprah show and how they get started but the difference between the Oprah show and then the Dave Chappelle show is Oprah was the creator <laughs> nobody tells her what uh, what to do right but Dave Chappelle, yeah, Dave Chappelle is like a little bit of a different story. So yeah, Dave Chappelle, I feel like people handle the stress in different ways. But what would have, what I sort of like about if we can go into Seth Rogen a little bit is I, I like his movies. Um, he he has a group of people that he makes his movies, mm-hmm. right? A creative team. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite movies is actually Super Bad. 
Mm. I don't know if you've seen Superbad or not. No. He has a couple other ones, like The Four-Year-Old Virgin, uh-huh. things like that. And they're all very explicit, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like in that way, he relates to, to Dave Chappelle. Isn't that, okay, isn't that what you're supposed to do when you're making comedy? Because I was just thinking about this, right? Uh, we had a... We had a you know guest speaker today for our, our uh, IS class, um, and you know the uh, professor pumps it up. But yeah, he's the uh, supervisor at Goldman Sachs. Uh, you know, uh, supersedes the Solid City India division. I was expecting again uh, like an older guy, probably with like gray hair, and then this kid, like a twenty-eight year old from like Brazil, just uh, just walking the door. Really? And I was listening to him and I was like. He just doesn't, you know, interest me at all. Like all yeah. the stuff that that he's saying, well, what what should you prioritize the most in your life? Uh, what should you create? Why should you create your own brand? I'm like, really, yeah. really? Yeah. Um. So my so my point is, PC don't get you remembered. PC don't get people rattled. PC don't get people to memorize you, right? Like the reason we're doing. This because I've seen the so I've seen the Dave, Dave Chappelle show on Netflix and I know this is you know belongs to Dave Chappelle, right? I mean sometimes you you just gotta like get out of line and people have to deal with it. But once people like be uh, become your fans, then they're they're your friends forever. Exactly, but you, you know? need it. I feel like the true the true artists and the people that express themselves authentically are the ones that are not PC. Yeah. I hate that in, in this culture, you know, everyone's like gets upset about something so like small, you know, mm-hmm. like they're really PC. But at the end of the day, it's like it's just comedy, you know, it's jokes. Yeah. And I like that Dave Chappelle and Seth Rogen sort of push that, yeah. you know, like in, in the recent um, comedy special, Dave Chappelle talks about trans people, yeah. right? And then he and he makes a joke about how like um, he makes a joke about saying that. At the end of the night, he ended up sleeping with a trans person or something, <laughs> even though he the whole night he was trying to avoid it, and I it was just hilarious. Yeah. Because he he, he doesn't hate people. That's yeah. just his opinion, and he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to lie and be PC about it, right? Yeah. And I feel like Seth Rogen and Dave Chappelle do that really well, which is why they're really funny. Yeah. Right. But do you think it's harder for comedians now to get more popular because um, the PC culture? Uh. Do you think there's an issue? Okay, to me, the PC culture really comes around, I don't know, like two years ago, maybe? Three years ago? I think, I don't know. It's recent. Yeah, it's it's probably less than that, right? Uh, I listened to a podcast done by uh, Katie Couric. She has a series named Wonder Woman. And uh, I listened to her latest one. She interviews Amy Schumer. Um, and she's then, very explicit. She's really good, though. She's very, very. I, I think she's probably more, you know, explicit compared to Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. Um, I, I saw her series. I saw her special. I'm just not a fan. I, I mean, just, just, just not a fan. I mean, um, so in the podcast, you know, Katie actually asked Amy that, do you feel like your success story will succeed like these days instead of like two years ago when, when people are not that PC? Because, uh, or like even longer than that, because Amy Schumer actually got started like 10 years ago. Yeah, so. she started, she's, I remember another comedian, she started with like Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Like around there, I don't know yeah. if you know him, the Indian I know, guy. yeah, I know. I, I love Aziz Ansari. Yeah. He's he sort of, he's sort of explicit, but not as much. But he got right? slammed for sexual harassment he too, did, right? He did, he did, but that was actually, <laughs> that was actually a report that came in and they were trying to frame him for something. Okay. But it was Did he do it? I don't know. Whatever. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's very weird. You're on Team Aziz. Uh, you're on I Team love Aziz. Yeah. Aziz is my favorite comedian. Yeah. We, can, yeah. we can talk about him later. But yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so my point PC is... PC culture. Everyone gets sensitive. They brought down Aziz. <laughs> bringing down Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer is strong, baby. Amy Schumer is not going to get brought down. But but my point is, it's, it's probably going to get harder. And, then, you know, uh, especially with the political environment, with Donald Trump saying everything, people start to build up the, you know, the resistance or, like, uh, fatigue about listening to this kind of stuff. About PC or... Uh... About hearing hearing the not PC very rattling stuff people are getting tired of that I feel like too because like people are getting numb to it yeah people are yeah people are getting numb to it so that they won't have a stronger response to your jokes yeah right people are finding it a lot less funny because ha you know that uh, Donald Trump say that like 24 times a day or something like that yeah so you know? so they won't they don't get as offended yeah so which was sort of a lessen your your appeal right um, that's kind of how I feel but yeah. Um, you know the in, the comedy industry are still doing well, right? I heard Netflix just signed Jeff Gaffigan or signed Seth Rogen for like for life or something. To Netflix. Yeah, like for life. Like all their shows are coming on to Netflix. Oh. Wow. I think it's Seth Rogen, but I'm not sure. That's amazing. Maybe it's Jeff Gaffigan, which is another good white is he, comedian. Is he the puppet guy? No. No, no. Sorry, sorry. That's another guy. Maybe who, it's Seth Rogen. Who I like is I think it's like the Mueller guy. Motor guy. He has like a baby face. Ah, there's a little. Okay, Bros, Netflix, and then just search comedy. There's, there, there are so many. There's like a ton of different things, and then I just watched the ones about Dave Chappelle and then Jim Gaffigan, and that's about Yeah, it. the Seth Rogen one has eight uh, different um, comedians. Eight. Eight different ones, oh, and it's okay. all for charity. <laughs> oh, okay. The first one, the first one's kind of awkward because oh. the guy he's not PC at all, uh-huh. and uh, he talks about like um, like gay people mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's. I thought it. I thought it was hilarious, you know. And and it's not because I'm like homophobic. Mm-hmm. I just thought the joke was funny, so do I you, laughed. Do you, do you feel like people use this not PC stand up comedian stuff to provide them with like a fresher look on, on the society? Because yes. they say it that way. Oh, so I see it that way now. You know what I mean? So so it changes your mind about. I it. think so too. I think yeah, definitely. I feel that. You know, media mm-hmm. and any way that you use it, like movies, games, mm-hmm. um, they sort of like they shift your idea about that. Mm-hmm. And comedians, what they do is they make you laugh. Mm-hmm. So they get things that are hard to talk about, and then they make you laugh so you can like think about it in a good way, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Dave Chappelle has done that in his recent comedy specials, right? Mm-hmm. He talks about like you know, he even talks about the Republicans, mm-hmm. right? He talks about people that are kind of. Um, um, at, at the end of the day, he says that people who have different ideologies, mm-hmm. they want the same thing. They want everyone. They just want to be safe. They just mm-hmm. want to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he brought that all together in, in the car. It was perfect. Yeah. I thought it was perfect. So it does kind of leave you thinking at the end of the day that maybe you shouldn't be as offended and you should just take the jokes because they're pretty funny. When you say take uh, take the jokes, I feel like people are just like if they're – okay, how, how do you think people receive humor? Like, because I feel like it's kind of like a glove, right? Or like a kick on a lock, a kick on the lock, right? Like, if you like my type of humor, then you have my keys to my lock, right? If you have similar humor, like, you know, say, Dave Chappelle humor, then you'll probably be more acceptable for, like, another uh, African-American comedy. But, like, say, how many Dave Chappelle fans like Amy Schumer? I don't know. The number probably low. I don't, I don't like Amy Schumer. I don't like Amy Schumer either, I think, okay. I'm just saying that, right? I, I think 
I, I like the freedom of expression for explicitness. Mm-hmm. But for me, like if it's all like gross and stuff, that's not my that's not my thing. I appreciate yeah. it, but it's not mine. Like Dave yeah. Chappelle is is good for me. So my point is they're all different. They're all they're not general at all, right? Just pick and choose your favorite and then um, Netflix is paying them a lot of money to to uh, to uh, do this kind of stuff. They're trying to get a big audience. And 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 there's still payment gap, right? There's like an African like American co- uh, co- uh, comedian. Her name is the Monique. Woman? Monique, I've Monique. heard about her on the and Breakfast they, Club. And then he's like, oh, the Breakfast Club, right? He's like, oh, let's let's boycott uh, Netflix because they're they're paying me less. Blah blah blah. True, true, but uh, what can you do? You can't do anything. Right. And the thing about Monique is that she's an older comedian. Yeah. She hasn't been relevant. And then now to be relevant, yeah. you need to be on social media. You need yeah. to you need to be out there, right? You need to relate in some way. Yeah. And some artists have done that. Some artists yeah. they don't they haven't done that. Yeah. You know, Dave Chappelle, he's with Netflix, right? So he's more relevant. That's that's a big audience to younger people. The thing about it, if I want to go back to it, like the different um, people like different humor. I think that's true because uh, when I was talking to Rose, mm-hmm. my, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. I want, I showed her the Dave Chappelle special, mm-hmm. right? And throughout that whole special, I laughed every every minute, every joke. Because mm-hmm. I just thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so I put it on, but she did not get any reference at all. Really? Yeah. Why? And I don't know. It's because she's not in tune with society and things like that. Maybe you and me get it more because we understand uh, things are going on in the news and society and racism and things like that. But she didn't really laugh because she didn't understand it, and I feel like huh. you need you need a certain a certain not smartness but a certain insight on like, topics to relate to it to laugh about it like perception to different things and yeah, and that that's why I was kind of disappointed that she didn't really? enjoy it as much yeah because I was like I thought you were gonna laugh but I guess not and that sort of made me think like. Is she right for you? <laughs> is she right for me? I don't know. Is, is maybe, like, maybe we all need two freaking black girlfriends, baby. Yeah, That's, or <laughs> someone to enjoy the jokes with me, like Dave Chappelle. Shout out to my parents, which I know will be uh, listening to this episode. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't get mad at me. Anyway. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was good. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but um, I love Dave Chappelle. I started watching him when I was a kid. My uncle showed me him. Really? And Seth Rogen, he's got a couple good movies. I, I, I'm just not a big Seth, Seth Rogen yeah. fan. Anyway. I mean, I get it. Like, the, what don't you like about him most? He's just, just not sincere. I just feel like he's, I think he's, he's yelling, I think he's yelling all the time. Okay, I will give him another shot. You see me browsing the Netflix thing, or I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to... Tell you maybe we should do like a like a Seth Rogen Netflix special review or something. Yeah, I can I can recommend some movies. I recommend. Super I saw Bad. the interview, but it's not. No, not very good. the inter- the interview is <laughs> one of his worst movies. He even said himself. And the neighbors, right? The neighbors are sucks. Now, okay, look. So, but this is dumb. Like, if you want to watch an action movie, you just turn off your brain. That movie was sort of like okay, that. Fine. Just sort of dumb comedy. There's good comedy movies and bad comedy movies, but yeah. Do you have anything else to add, Kevin? Nope, that's it for me. Awesome. Yeah, that's it for me as well. All right, it's Kevin signing off. And this is Joffrey signing off. Have a good one. Hey guys, it's Kevin back here again. And it's Joe Free. 
And today I'm gonna share something with you because Anchor just uh, rolled out like a new listener support program. So if you go on our uh, profile page on anchor.com slash rdrshowduo, you can find a become a supporter tab. And there's three tiers options right there, 99 cents per month and 4.99 cents per month and 9.99 cents per month. And guys, it's completely up to you. We plan on reinvesting all of your donations into the podcast in terms of social media promotion and things like that. And our plan is just grow the podcast into a bigger, better version of it with your donations. Yeah, it really helps us out. Again, this is totally an option if you guys want to listen to our podcast for free. If you guys think we're more than a pack of gum, even more than a McDonald's sandwich, I think we are. Um, just please you know, uh, donate to the show. And we'll be able to provide even better content for you guys. Yes. And then if you want to listen for free, that's totally fine too. Uh, favorite or subscribe us on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, CastBoss, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Spotify, baby. Again, yeah. And if you want to follow us on our main social media account, at RDR Show Duo on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram, we post more content. You can send us messages. You can see behind-the-scenes content. You can see production uh, photos, and you can see even like restaurants that we, Kevin and I have visited. So just go on there, show us support, um, and even contact us directly to our Gmail account, rdrshowduo at gmail.com, and we'll be able to collab with you guys or even just answer some fan questions. Yep, and that's it for us tonight. Have a good night, guys. Take care.